0: Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1 The Shattering. Episode 2 The Ogre King and the Purple Crystal. Once upon a time, in the Land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. One thing that everyone should know is that they were actually really good friends with Prince William and Prince Paul of Cedar Landing, two princes that lived just beyond the North Woods, near the sea. In fact, they weren't just friends, they were cousins. On this day, Princess Nea and Princess Lulu were venturing into the village to do some shopping for food, so that the people of the palace could make lunch and make a wonderful feast for dinner. As they were walking through the village, everyone was talking about the amazing Colorful meteor shower that happened the other day. Now, a meteor shower is when a bunch of stars shoot across the sky and then disappear. Although what happened may not have really been an actual meteor shower, since it wasn't really stars that fell, but crystals. That didn't stop everyone from calling it one. As Naya and Lulu walked into the shop to get some groceries, they asked the shopkeeper if there was anything new that was happening in the village. Well. "'You know about the rainbow meteor shower that happened the other day?' Nea and Lulu both nodded to each other. "'It turns out that one of the rocks that fell ended up near Gosdor, the ogre village, "'and King Balok has one and is telling everyone about it and how it's magic. "'The ogre village?' Lulu said, just to be sure. "'Then she looked at Nea with a twinkle in her eye, "'and the two of them wondered, could this be another stone?' Just like the one paul had found that started to glow and could this be another part of tuck's big adventure Nea and lulu hurried back to the castle only to find tuck pacing around the grounds shaking his mane and acting as if something was horribly wrong Nea and lulu of sparland he addressed them news has reached me of the ogre king and i fear he is not aware of what he has found in the moorwood swamps without thinking Princess Nea and Luca responded, We'll go immediately. We can check it out and see what's going on. And without another word, they turned around to leave Tuck, standing alone in the castle gardens. Princesses, he snarled, reminding them to show some manners. You will need some help. Take these cloaks. And from the sky came down this beautiful falcon with two magic cloaks. Put these on, he said. And when they did, they looked at each other and they nearly screamed nea had become a large green ogre version of herself and lulu as well now when you venture to ogre Ogre village you can see what the king balok is doing with the stone he found you can see if it is in fact one of the falling stars that fell from the sky if it is we will need to make sure it stays in a safe place can you find out if it glows the girls nodded then quickly took off their cloaks. They had experienced enough of their ogre selves, and were eager to start their adventure. Now, Gosdor is quite a ways away from Castle Sparland, and when Nea and Lulu got close, they were pretty exhausted, and decided to stay the night in the fields nearby. The next morning, they donned their cloaks, they both chuckled a little, now being a little more familiar with the ogre selves they saw themselves as. Now you really do like an ogre, you do really do look like an ogre, Lulu said to Nea, Nea had green skin, had a heavier build, and had a funnier shaped nose and ears than her human self. And as they walked through the village, the girls almost missed the fact that all the ogres were buzzing about what the king had found. You see, they were so nervous trying to make sure no one knew they were really humans underneath, but as everyone kept walking by and ignoring them, they got more and more comfortable as ogres. They quickly decided they needed to eat, and walked into one of the ogre cafes, and sitting in the corner was a very quiet ogre wearing glasses. Now this was unique, because most ogres didn't wear glasses. They preferred not to see well, rather than wear glasses. After they ordered something to eat, a few ogres entered the cafe and sat next to this quiet ogre, and started asking him some really interesting questions. So you lost it, did ya? They asked. The king took it what is an ogre to do? The king wants something. And when the king wants something, the king gets it, said the quiet ogre. That's King Balak for you, one of the ogres said, slapping the quiet ogre on the shoulder. As they left the cafe, Nea and Lulu thought, we must go up to the castle, but we need to come up with a good reason why we're here to see the king. We need a plan. So they thought and thought until a really good idea came to them. Let's bring the king something we know every ogre loves. We'll bring him a special gift he's sure to enjoy. And then they walked over to the shop next door and picked out a few things that they would need. Gosdor Castle was big and built into the side of a large hill. As the girls walked up, they began to have second thoughts, but they knew they needed to complete their adventure. They were on a mission. Knock, knock, knock went the door. O king, O king, we are two fellow ogres from a far-off land, here to bring you a special gift. And the ogre, guarding the door, said, Who are you? I have never seen you here before. And they said, We have traveled afar, because we heard that the king had found something special, and our leader sent us to come learn about it. We brought something special for the king that he might like. Now the ogre let them in, but they said, what gift do you think you could have that the king would actually want? There was one thing the girls knew that King Balok loved more than anything. It was a very special dish. It's called Strombosi, And yeah, the ogre king and many, many others loved Strombosi. It was actually a dish very common in sparland among humans, but not as common among other beings. We like to make the king Strombosi tonight for dinner. As soon as the ogre heard the girls mention strombose, he immediately let them in, and he sent them straight to the kitchen. Now, have you, le- have you two learned how to make strombosi? No one other than humans have ever been able to make that. Princess Naya and Lulu just smiled and said, It's a secret we can't tell you. Otherwise, we'd put our own lives in danger. And the two of them got right to work cooking strombose. Later that night, they all sat around with King Balok and started making conversation. Eventually, once everyone had a bowl of strombosi, the two girls asked the king about this special rock he had found. And the king opened up his jacket and said, Yes, I have. I have found something very, very special. It fell from the sky a few weeks ago during that meteor shower. And he held out his palm, and inside it was a purple crystal, just like the one paul had found it was actually very very dark and seemed to get darker in his hands in fact unlike the other crystal that glowed brighter this one seemed to dim and get darker all these thoughts were going through their heads but they didn't share what they thought because they weren't sure if the king should know about the glowing crystals or not what a beautiful rock do you think you'd ever sell it Immediately, the king lashed out, No, it's my crystal. The legends say these rocks give those who own them special powers, special powers that nobody else has, and I'm going to figure out how to do it. At that moment, Nea and Lulu realized two things. One, that maybe these crystals were magic, and that two, this ogre king wasn't very nice. Realizing that the king could get even angry at any moment, they thought it best to complete their mission and head home. As they were leaving the village, they bumped into a few ogres, and because Naya and Lulu were princesses with a bunch of manners, they often replied with a polite response like, excuse me or pardon me. But the funny thing is, ogres don't normally say those things, let alone say them back. But two of the ogres they bumped into actually did. They said excuse me and pardon me, and Naya and Lulu were really surprised. Back at the castle, they waited for Tuck to return. This is not good. Possibly worse than I thought, he said. If the Ogre King doesn't release the crystals and instead tries to use them for himself, for selfish reasons, it'll be very bad for him and even worse for everyone else. Prince Paul's heart is pure, and he is willing to use the blue crystal for good, to heal the earth. He has vowed to be responsible and noble. Tuck, said Nia, me and Lulu are going to put together a plan to get that purple crystal back from the Ogre King. We're going to figure out how to make sure that the crystals are used for good and to make sure they're used by people who are responsible and noble. But how they got that crystal back is a story for another night. The End. The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going. If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you, and have a great night.